beginning of part one of one this night. Just Rachel and me. Mm-hmm. Some rockin' tunage there. We are going to pick right up here, since if we're listening back to this in order of upload, we'll be very, very lost. Yes. So we're gonna pick up here from essentially right after Norwin came, dropped Felicia off, and then uh, left you, you guys. Which means I believe that was the day before his birthday? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, because then she was there with him for a month with you. Yes. So when last we played, the th- three of us, there was the whole thing with Daniel's gifts and Earth and all that stuff. So we're not there yet. No. We haven't done Norman's birthday yet. We are pre all of that. Right after Norman hung out in the apartment for a few minutes and then skedaddled his way to give you guys some time. Yep. Because why would it ever be easy for you? No, and it's like ignoring my thing again, so that's fine. That's fine. I just need a little bit of background music, so it's not quiet in here. There we go. So, as Rowan exits, the sound of the, the horses here in the middle um, North Edge Plateau. Um, what was the, the, the name of the ward where you guys' apartment is? Do you remember? I do not. It's mid... Middle North Edge, I want to say. In Oak Bridge. Oak Bridge, correct. Oak Bridge. So, you hear the horses clip-clopping, you hear the occasional beating of, of wings from hip, from hippogriffs, griffins, giant owls, e- e- eagles, the occasional pegasus, clanking of, of armor and whatnot, all these cacophony of sounds, and, and then some smells and whatnot as well, as Norwin gently, in his way, closes the door so softly, you would swear he's almost having a conversation next, next to you and you can't hear it whatsoever. As is the Norman way. And you killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> well, maybe not die. Prepare to eat a salad with me. Yes. Yeah. So with that click, Felicia has already draped herself on the the um, couch as you're sitting in the plush cushioned chair in what is now her apartment, though you've paid for presumably. Yep. And she just lounges and says, "So." Tell me everything. As I said, I'm sure you you haven't been up to much, right? Just finding your own place in the court city, grabbing a flag by two hands and hoisting it up upon the world. I suppose pretty much. Um, I don't know. A lot's happened since I last saw you. Feels like it's been forever. Hmm. Well, I think we last crossed paths after I was having a pedicure in a certain um, fine establishment. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to uh, take care of that individual yet. 
Large lector makes it quite difficult. Well, the Egestonian Inquisition was not anything I ever intended on finding myself a foul, but then a certain rogue student of mine decided to to bring me into the fold. But What's don't it? worry, my twitsies are quite healed from not only your friend, but also time with the Katreva and the Kavivenia as they were traveling together. And um, I'm not sure if you know, but they were all being summoned back to the hidden elven capital of Shemordai. Yeah. It is beautiful there. I've heard, but I, uh, I, being an outsider, was not allowed. But that was fine, because I was happy to make my way once I could, could, could stand on my own two feet. I could follow my nose back home. But yes, I, I also, I've also heard it's quite beautiful. So they say. <laughs> no, it really is. No, I, I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Felicia, I've been there. You've been to the... You've been to Shea... No, 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 no. I'm sorry, my dear. Shea Morda, not Shea Kerdal. Shea Kerdal is the capital. Shea Morda is sort of a... Um, well, it's where they say the, the un, undying reside and... Yep. All I these things. I went there after talking to the... Cornels, right? The Cornels of the Cornelcon. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. were transported away for some time to speak with the Undying Court. Well, not me, but I got to join. Well, and that's just one of the many adventures I'm sure you have. Yes, but it all comes with my current job. Yes, tell me more about that. That's something I was quite curious about. I mean, how could you afford a place like a place like this? You must be doing quite well for yourself. But I have a suspicion that it's not just playing the odd ditty in a tavern. It's something far grander, isn't it? No, and I'm sure you'll see when we go to the casino where I do play, but I'm the voice of the crown here. The Queen Elspeth. I had heard about the, of course, everything is all hearsay. I had simply heard that there was an attack on the court city. Yes. Now, I have not been here for decades, and your friend brought me directly into the plum center of middle central, that that fine garden there, so I can't say I've seen much, but... Temple district doesn't look great. They were hit pretty hard, but everywhere was hit pretty hard. I mean, everywhere isn't... In a city this size, how can everywhere be hit hard? Well, that's precisely what I'm wondering, is I almost expected to see toppled towers and fires that have yet been quenched by rain, but it seems like things look normal, so... But as you say, in a city so so large, half of it could be in turmoil and depending on where you are you may not see it and it was very pointed so the palace was attacked obviously that's how we lost the king and queen and most of the patriarchs and matriarchs of the dragon marks how many times can i say marks in one sentence um an opera hall which again was filled with nobility and a lot of the heirs to the dragon marks, they came out better, but they were poisoned. That was a large poisoning, and 
explosion, and then Tavrick's Landing was hit by cultists. Knolls were running around, and an airship went after the Temple District and was taking out holy men and women. At the pavilion of the host? Yes. Well. That's quite a... Hmm. It will make a really good play in about a hundred years when people no longer are hurting. You might have to write it. You underestimate how quickly the people move beyond things. Now, I acknowledge it would be quite gauche to, to enact such things, but you should start writing it now and keeping your memory sharp, because I would not be surprised if in five years' time, ten, fifteen perhaps, but I'm quite confident that you will start it, and if I do, I'll live you if I will be more than happy to pick up the tales of Anaxoria Ahura. Maybe I'll ghostwrite it and let your name be stamped on it. In the circles I run in, it might be gauche no matter how many years go by. Hmm. And this has to do with your voice of the crown? Yes. Position? Yes. And what does that entail exactly? You speak for her in... In places where she can't or when she can't and it's not safe for her to and then I assist in protecting her uh-huh. along with Eklund Madani who's right hand of the crown and then I spar with her in the afternoons and try not to start her on fire how in the grace of all that is color did you go from that little devil girl on an, on an island in the middle of a no-name area, a bunch of nuns, to picking up a pan flute and a lyre bow and then cast out on your own? And then you come back to see me and all of this happened... Last time I saw you was only a handful of months, it seems. Titania offered you a place in her court. Yes, but that was... I had been at this for years. You have years. I don't. I have to speed it up a bit. What? <laughs> you act as though I lounged for all of this time taking my sweet time. I didn't mean it that way. No, but it is true. I have more time due to my... As they say, physiology, my blood, but it took me, took me, suffice to say, it took me a very long time to arrive at where I am now. A household name in some circles, they say, but you, right hand of the the queen, or left left hand, left hand of the queen. But let me ask you this. Is this what you've wanted? Did you move toward this? Is this a a dream of yours? Because Annie, I must say, 
You always struck me as the princess sort in a sense, but you're also the one digging through mud for frogs and snogging boys in in barn lofts and uh, looking at chickens with a, with a certain thirst I, I, I'd not seen before. So suddenly you becoming left hand of the queen of arguably the most powerful realm in the largest city in the known world is quite a feat. That would be impressive if I knew you were working toward it. I don't think I could have dreamed large enough to land here. But I also don't think it would be the ideal situation if it weren't this queen with these people. She doesn't expect me to be a princess. We can spar. She thinks it's funny when I catch frogs. I give them to Eklund every time he makes me study. I can still be myself, but I can also do something useful that's fun. Well, you know the only thing I want is for you to be yourself. I have. I thought you were going to say gold, and I would have agreed. <laughs> no, no, no. I have little need for, for gold. I, the precisely the reason why I bring this up is because I want you to be you. And I knew that there was always a chance that you would see some of the world with, with, with me and then go off on your own, play in some taverns, in some villages and towns along your way westward and, and, and then back east. And for you, I know, or five years is a long time for me. It's it's a drop in the bucket. But when you eventually returned, I knew there was always a chance that you would return back to your small island and don the habit, the wimple and coif of the sisters there. Though I always knew that you wouldn't. I always assumed that you would take this profession by the horns, and I had zero doubt that you could be a grand name, almost as great equally as grand, perhaps even greater in grandness than myself in time. My point is simply this. I never thought that you were the left hand of the queen's sort. I imagine that doesn't mean there's much time for traveling and honing your craft and playing in the raunchiest of taverns and snogging men in barn lofts. It was... We don't have barn lofts, but I'm still snogging men. Don't worry about that. Well. I hope they're of good stock, because that's obviously something I drilled into you. Hmm? Well, you'll meet him tomorrow night. But yes, he is of better stock than the last one. So and I am practicing and writing plenty. And I do get to still travel. I'm not tied to the queen. She lets us come and go, but I do come back when hmm. it's of import. See, she kind of just... That's, that's what I never saw for you, was she lets you go. One, one opens the door to let their house cat out to bat around, around mice and, and piss in the petunias, but expect her to come back when the, the dinner bell is rung. You can go, but you do come back. A lovely life for you. And when I'm not judging, this is not my judgmental face, Annie. It is my, I'm flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted that you could reach so high. I'm flabbergasted that you desire this. 
Explain to me where this... How did you arrive in this predicament? But more importantly, what made you accept? Is this what you wanted? It was to be in, in the finest city at the highest peaks at the left hand of a sovereign? Because if so, well done, my dear. Not by any means. And I think the fact that it's not what I wanted makes it more right. I'm not mm. seeking anything for myself through this. And as for the rest, I met Elspeth when I was with the Katreva. And we traveled together for some time. And we became friends. Ah, friends before mm-hmm. fealty. And then when I came to the city, it was for her and her family's assistance in some of my adventures. Enough said. And then someone tried to assassinate us and they hired us on a temporary basis to make it not legal to assassinate us and then after the attack on the city Elspeth needs her friends around her and I'm one of them and it just feels right who knows it might not be forever but it's right for right now and you feel that you're up for the task of speaking for the queen and protecting her so closely protecting her yes and speaking for her it's more is she up for the task of putting up with whatever comes out of my mouth. I knew that you would amount to great things, Annie. I also knew when I saw you again in Fadrixholm that you had exploded into into such a, a, a vibrant person that, that there's still there's a dark streak in, in, in you that even I don't recall. But there, you've grown far faster than I, I think anybody could have possibly expected. I would, be, I would love to see you perform to, to see exactly how far that has come. But beyond just your musical talents, which I'm sure have not waned in the slightest, you just have a confidence and an aplomb to yourself and... As I said, when I saw your capabilities in Fadric's cell, it was very clear, and that was months ago. I think you're... Clearly, whatever it is you're doing, whoever it is that you're with, have found... You found yourself growing at a rate that I think would far exceed anything I could have imagined. It's very nice. It means that really... The better you are, the better I feel about myself. And I still tell everyone I'm your apprentice, so... Well, naturally. You may have the raw talent, my dear. You may have skills that are developing, but there's one thing that you don't have, and that's simply a name. I have had over a century meandering the, 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 the West and the East and making sure that my name is out there. So feel free to use it. No royalties attached. Not for you, not for my savior. Well, thank you. In return, I would like to offer you this place. It's on my coin to stay here. I'm being serious. No more ends.
I, you are aware that I have my faculties back at this point. I may not have some of my items, but I can I can probably scrounge up up more than enough with just this. She pulls out her her wooden flute and twirls it between her fingers like a baton. I'm not not an invalid. I'm not the invalid that I was when you last you saw me. No, nor do I think you are. Think of it more as a repayment for everything you did for me. And plus, I've already paid for it for the next few months. So, you would just have to put up with me sleeping here every once in a while when I need to get away. A safe house. Well, this is your safe house, and I can be your safe person. Who am I to refuse? And frankly, I think it's in a very good look. Look, you, you have you have very, very good taste. If it was too high up, I'd feel stuffy. If it was too low down, I'd feel a bit more at home. But I like this middle area off to the side. It means I, I, I can be whomever and whatever I, I want to be while still having some of the amenities, while not the hoity-toitiness that comes with it. I'm pretty sure that's why my boyfriend chose it when he had it the first time before he gave it to me. Your snogging partner gave you this apartment? Yes. Hmm, interesting. Better stock, Felicia. Better stock. Well, let me just say, my dear, the bar was set very low. When you said better stock, I assume that I assume that you meant somebody shoveling manure rather than rolling around in it. No, just feeding it to the rest of the dragon marks. Oh. The rest of the dra- He's snogging a dragon mark. Yeah, one of them. Have you slept with him? Yes. Now, just to make sure that we're being very, very, very clear, you've had sex. Yes. And is this a, a uh, a, a secretive affair that's going I on? I live in his house with him and his family. Are you illusory disguising yourself? No. Are you going by a different name? No. Do they know that you're the voice of the crown? Yes. He'd be a very pissed poor Madani if he couldn't figure that one out. I thought you said that was in that was the, the right hand of the, the, the crown. Yeah, I'm with one of his cousins. Oh my goodness. Well, we don't have to do all of this in real time at the table, but you're going to tell me all of this inf- information in short order. Next thing Annie would say, it just happens to be, he's the Duke, right? Duke, yeah. I may or may not be in a relationship with Duke de Madani. Now, it's been a, a long time. I know what a duke is, and that's very impressive by itself. And I know what a dragon mark is, that's impressive by itself. If I recall, the de before in, in name was a marker of the patriarch or matriarch. Correct. Now, you've been here more recently than me. They haven't changed this, this convention. So do you want to amend your, your, your last statement, or do you want to double down on that? I will double down. I'm living at the Madani estate with the patriarch. That you fucked? Yes. And I help him with his job, too. Is his job being fucked by you? Because... I wish. I imagine that would be a full-time position. 
My dear. If I'm stuck. If I was impressed by being left hand of the crown, I'm completely flabbergasted by this. But again, let me ask you. This is what you want? Yes. This is not something where I'm like, oh, it might not be forever. I love him. So, there's that. She kind of wrinkles her nose a little bit. Like, you love him. Yes. And you could see yourself snogging the same man forever. Yes. Bearing his children and, you know, holding their hands in, in the fine estates. And then going to work during the, the day, protecting and speaking for the queen. If I'm blessed that way, yes. I only have one thing to say to you then. Good for you. And I'm proud of you. And I'm happy for you. And I don't understand you at all <laughs> anymore. <laughs> no, I, I, I jest only because, again, these are not things that I saw for myself. And perhaps I, I made the mistake of seeing myself in you more than perhaps it is, is there. What's most important to me is that you found your own way and you're happy. And if that was going back to the nuns on a tiny island, I would be sad to see you go, but I would be happy all the same. I feel similar kinship here. You're not on a small island with nuns. You're in a very different sort of island with very different sort of nun-like people, in a sense. It's not what I saw for myself. It's not what I saw for you, but... Traveling didn't treat me right. Not on my own. No? I've always wanted a family. What of those those two that you were traveling with? Oh, they're out and about. Urfael is east with orcs right now. He's sort of the crown. And then Norwin, who picked you up, um, he's warden of the crown, so he's in and out taking care of monsters in the realm. And he lives in the castle, and I'll come see him when he's in town. And He'll be, actually, it's his birthday tomorrow, so I have a celebration planned if you'd like to go to dinner with us. I'm very busy. My, my schedule is full up. Knew it. Full up. Of course I'll be there. Yes. So, yeah, I don't, you know, Norwin will more than likely go back to the elves. After, I don't even know what after. In some time, and we have a guild hall that we own out in Highmont now. So that's probably where Earth will end up, training people, running the guild hall. The guild hall was never my dream, though. It's one thing to be in pretty dresses, singing, and going to galas. It's another thing to be surrounded by sweaty people every day. You have always been an enigma. Not an enigma, that, that's too light way of putting it. You've always been a bucket of controversial, contrarian people. You have always looked at the ladies as they walk past with their beautiful gowns and gloved hands and their perfect hair, and you would your eyes would watch, would follow them the whole time, almost drooling. And then you'd be, as we've, as we've established, snogging a manure shoveler in the, the loft of his barn. And then you'd be off chasing toads. So I always saw you as the 
adventurous sort. I thought that you would be out there adventuring and playing and going to, to realms unknown. You wouldn't stop until you've seen every city. But oh, now you find yourself... I have a lot of freedom. But you think that you and your, and your two to traveling companions will ultimately find your lives separately. They will have to come visit me and I will visit them. They're never going to be rid of me, but yes. It is appearing that way. No matter how much I would like to keep us together, where? One of us would have to give up on our dreams. Hmm. With age comes wisdom, even if that age has only been a handful of, of months. Turn 24 next month. Getting old. Congratulations. Well, this is all very eye-opening for me. I know it is easy to think when you're young that your best friends will be at your side forever. But in my experience, in which, of which I have considerable, your true best friends are those who are always there for you when you need them. And those who you are there for when they need you. Very true. And eventually the world will come knocking. And then the question is, who will be you by your side when you answer that door? So don't be... I can tell, tell that there's, there's some, some sadness in you when you think of these things. You speak of it in a matter-of-fact tone. And there is truth to what you speak. But the real truth I see in your heart, my dearest, is that there's sadness. Yeah. We've been through a lot together. And I'm sure you'll be through a lot more. True. Whatever work it is that you're doing, whatever has been, been whatever you hinted to me previously with these traveling companions of yours, I know that that is not over. And I know that there's still much that must be done. But even things as grand as wars and attacks on the city are small drops in the bucket when it comes to the long eternity of life. And for me, it is longer, yes, but even for you, you're not even 24 yet. Which means that in five five years from now, who knows if there will even be a war. This attack on this, this city will be a remembered thing, but the life will all go back to normal. And 10 years from, from then, 20, my goodness, you'll be a woman in your middle ages, reaching new heights. Oh, old for me. Pish, middle-aged. How's Glitterwood? Still standing? Hasn't changed a lick. And that's precisely why I was not sad for your call, even though I had only been there for couple or a few weeks because I felt I needed to go back. I was enough of a drain on the Catrava and the Caveni. They, they treated me very, very well as their own almost. And then they plied me with enough gold to make my way through Alfheim, through Agerstone, and not enough to give me the whole way, enough that I could set myself up. In fact, this flute comes from them. And I was more than happy to, to accept and play my own way. And eventually, as I said, get back on my own two guard feet and head back home. 
Now, you know I'm not one for home. And a large reason for that is because it is always the same. A sin of elven kind everywhere, but also more so a sin of my people because of the secrecy of the fae portal and everything else and the xenophobia and the uh, only us not you and ugh we don't have anybody come nobody goes it is always just blah and say what you will about being old in your middle ages at 40 <laughs> but for us i go, go back and it's all the same faces doing the same things it's uh Enough to drive a woman mad. It's enough to drive me mad when I was a, a mere child at 50 years old. It's enough to drive me mad when I return. Did you see Claymore at all? Claymore. Claymore. Short red hair, has a husband named Hayfoot. No, I didn't. I didn't. I don't know if I... I didn't ask either of them, so... Her husband was a bear. Might be interesting to talk to. A bear? A bear. Hmm. Well, no, I'm not familiar with a Claymore nor Hayfoot, but if they're, you know, they may... Were, what what sort of folk were they? Were they city folk? Were they... Did they work at a tavern? Did they have a barn? <laughs> they lived in one of the trees outside. Ah, well, that's pro- probably what... Yes. I went straight to Silman Theater, picked up by some scouts. Not a not a a woman with short red red hair though, and no bear or man, so I can't. But one of the scouts picked me up and and brought me in proper and uh, not with... Freya, least, was it? No, 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 not not her. She's far too busy to deal with one rogue elf. I didn't recognize the scout either, so, so some things have changed, I suppose. But they brought me, and I met with the council brief, brief, briefly, yeah. so Moira at least. And uh, what do you know? My my old home is still there, so it was easy enough to fall into to the old routines and realize qu- quickly. As you said, the place has not been burned down. Nothing has really changed. When can I leave? <laughs> but I'll admit to you, after several months trekking to reach that place, I was also not looking forward to turning around with a pack on, on my back and remaking the trek, and where, where would I go? So when you sent me your message in my, my head, but by the way, beautiful spellcraft there. Thank you. It was... Part of me was reluctant to leave because it made me feel like, well, why in the name of all the the gods that exist did I make it all the way here? But in the end, I'm happy I got to see home and see that it was still predictably what it was. I'm sure it doesn't seem boring when you were there because everything's so colorful and vibrant and everybody talks loudly, drinks heavily, fucks loudly. In the bushes. It's a place of carnal desires. It is the fae come manifest to the material plane. But for me, it was just... Ugh. There was so much that I couldn't stand the nature, the simplicity, the carnality of it all. Again, it reminded me of being a child. And when when I left there... Oh, how old was I? I was 60, I think, or so, when I when I finally finally left 
not even an adult by elven standards, my dear. And I couldn't, hey, couldn't stand it anymore. Had had to leave. So, anyways, you did me a, a great favor by calling me back. So, thank you. Cheers to you. Yeah. I'm happy to have you back. <laughs> Certainly. Well, and I really do think you'll like Elkaris. Who? My boyfriend, Elk. Hmm. Elkaris. 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 Is he that handsome uh, fellow with the dark hair and the sort of pointed feet features? You just described every half-elf. Damn it, you are onto me. <laughs> No, I was yes. hoping you were going to say, yes, that's exactly who he is. And I'd say, I remember seeing him, at, but no, you you, you beat me at my, at my own game. Have I become predictable as well? That's not a good insight check. Doesn't matter, you've already yep. called 15. it out. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I look forward to meeting him tomorrow and celebrating your Norwin's birthday. And seeing you play at this casino that that you speak, you speak of the uh, your tans and whatnot. Platinum Chateau. Platinum Chateau. Platinum Chateau. I look forward to all of this, and I look forward. I, I will accept your your offer since you've already paid the rent, and I will play here. But I insist that I am not your charity case, my dear. I will be playing, performing, and doing what I damn well please in the city, and I will make sure that I pay you back. No. As far as I'm concerned, you've merely put a advance payment on this place, and you're going to you're going to eventually wake up with a stack of coin on this table right here before you, and that's the end of it. Trust me, I make enough. Coming out of my ears these days. It's not a question of you making enough. It's a question of if my apprentice starts to pay for everything for me, I'll get fat and lazy. Yes. The fatter you are, the slower you can run away from me. Ha! I'll Look. make you stuck here. Oh. You have a whole city of men to fuck. I will widen the door. No, 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 no. I'll have you know, I have... Never had a lack of, of men. I know. The point is that I am very selective, and I select where in addition to whom. With that said, I promise you, my dear, I am not going to, to, to crawl out that window. I'm not even sure why that's where we had to come, come in through, but I am not going to crawl out that window and fleeing at first light. You have me for enough time that you are adequately satisfied with me and I am satisfied of this place. But again, remember, for me, being here for months is nothing. That makes sense. Time is a very odd thing when you're as, as old as me and we have just a different way of looking at things. That is the odd thing. You all get so much time and even more because you don't need to sleep. Mm-hmm. Not fair. Well, life's not fair, and I, and I think you know that plenty. But you've also come out at the good end of that stick, haven't you? Yes, I have. So, in the end, and plus, 
I may be, uh, be an exception when it comes to many elves. I would even go so far as to say most elves, if stereotyping what would be appropriate just between you and me, that things seem to just not have the speed that they have for you. I have no rush, naturally, but that's also been something I've been fighting against my entire life as far as I can remember, that the moment I get that feeling of elven complacency is the moment I, I need to throw on my sandals and leave. But that it could still be weeks, months, even. And if you want me here, I will stay for a time. Okay? Thank you. I promise you. Thank you. And if I do leave, I will leave a note. I'm joking. I will tell you. This will not be a surprise. You don't have to tell me, but Norwin can get you anywhere you want to go much faster. Well, maybe I would, don't. Maybe and you know, I I do appreciate the 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 immediacy of the, the journey here. I was not looking forward to making a six-month journey to come down this way and the expense that that would incur. Some real convenience having powerful friends, you and your druidic friend especially. But we'll see. I don't know what's what's going to come of me. Maybe I will indeed fall in love in, in this place, with this place, and stay forever. On the other hand, perhaps I will get very bored of, of it after a few weeks. All I can tell you is... I will let you know. And more importantly, I am willing to put my comfort aside because of for, for your comfort, okay? All I'm hearing is I need to ask Elk to have his men track where you go and wherever you go, I need to stir up trouble so it stays fresh for you. <laughs> well, no question that that is very, very doable. So, do you live in Upper Central at, at all times, or within the, the Royal Palace itself? And you've procured me this apartment in Middle North Edge, is it? Um, very, very nice. Yes and no. I suppose I have three homes and no home at all. Hmm. I keep things at each place. But tell, tell me this. Does being so high up make the bulk of the city look like ants to you? Unfortunately, I make sure not to think of it that way. When's the last time you walked amongst the beating heart of the city, the blood in the old veins, rather than the crown atop its head? Well, I just shoved a note into a sewer. Not but a few days ago? When Earth left. That would be two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Hmm. Well. Are you wanting to go down there? Jura's kind of a mess wrong. right now. What do you mean? Civil unrest. Eat the rich and all of that. It's bad enough where we're not having the race of eight wins. Is this because of that, all those deaths that occurred, the king, the queen? It was going on before that, but then there was um, a councilman, Plumber Dirge, 
who was speaking to and for the people, and he had gotten louder before the coronation. And he had a platform to speak at the coronation, and unfortunately, we think someone who's trying to create chaos and unrest took control of one of the guards and had the guard cut him down. In front of? Everyone. Hmm. Literally everyone. And it created a riot, which then had to be pushed back. And Now I'm no poet. No, wait, I am. But you're a voice of the crown, yes? Yes. And in a sense, he was a voice of the people. people. The Vox Populi is an Eastern term, I, I remember. Interesting. So yes. he was sliced down before a jury of his own, his own peers and like match lit to kindling the yep. fire that went up, eh? And he was certainly one where while he was speaking for the good of the people, it's almost as if he was keeping them under control at the same time. And now with him gone, things are boiling. You know how it goes. We can explain a million times that the guard actually didn't cut him down. He was dominated, but they saw what they saw. Indeed, they did. People will never argue with what their own two eyes saw. No. Even if it is stupid and ridiculous and fake. Is it, though? It sounds like there was already, as you said unrest, assuming that unrest was, had some degree of truth to it. Yes, I'm not fighting that. I'm only fighting the fact that the guard cut him down. Sure. Hmm. Well, whatever nefarious source did this clearly knew what, what they were, were, were doing. But to answer your, your question, let me ask you, let me weave you a few tales here. She'll sit, she'll sit up, lean over toward the table, put her hand down, and as she lifts it up, the sort of mist and strings, almost like a puppet, a very, very simple, minor, illusioned puppet of herself is there, and the brief surroundings around her just change as she talks. She, she flicks two fingers and a sm other smaller puppet is next, to, is next to her. And she says, those five years we traveled together. Do you remember all those villages and towns and cities we walked through? Not each and every one, no. Getting from place to place by, by, by the, the grace of your own two feet, though. Yes. Maybe paying for a wagon ride or boat trip we, we felt like splurging. But you recall that? Yes. I spent nearly a hundred years in Sicilanthir, or traipsing the trees of the Glitterwood before I set out on my own. I suppose closer to 60, 70, it's as hard to remember now. I couldn't stand all the nature, the simplicity, the carnality of it all. I wanted civilization, people of different sorts, sounds and smells and tastes that were all new and exciting. And? For another handful of decades, I did just that, honing my bardic craft as I went from village to village and eventually making my way up from town to town, from Scarland to the southern Fey states, 
from summer night on the west coast to ha to haven in the in Valinar. All of this before I returned home and even stepped foot within the Feywild for the first time, seeking new heights yet. By the time I returned from the Fey, I was even stronger, finding my true calling, and I ventured again southward to all the cities that I avoided my first time. Nearly 120 years old already, if you can believe it, but still barely an adult for my people. But after Titania's court, it was child's play to mingle with the nobility. My word bent ears as much as my body bent, bent necks and drew eyes. I could play, sing, and dance in any grand theater of my choosing. But another few decades of this, living a life akin to luxury, feeding my lust and pride and selfishness, I found that I had become the very thing I had sought to avoid, sloth. Fat of mind, complacent of heart, seeing my beauty and talent as things for the richest who could afford the price that I decided to put on my own head, my own worth, rather than a gift that all could imbibe. It wasn't long for this that I realized what I needed was to start fresh in a sense, to get back to my roots, what made me want to leave home in the first place, what I enjoyed most. And I wanted to share what I'd, I'd learned, spread my seed in a different way. And that's where you came in, my little, my little devil. My point is this. I could have taken you to the finest establishments in the largest city, got you all the best tutors, and you and I could have lived lots of luxury and the such. But I found I prefer to travel and make my name piece by piece, town by town, with the occasional flourish here and there. You are already young, fresh, and already far beyond where I was, decades after I had started, and by that time I was, I was already three, four times the, your, your current age. But I will caution you, if you keep your nose in the air too long, you'll forget how these flowers smell beneath your feet. And sometimes there's mud, dirt, and shit amidst the those flowers. So what, do, so what do you say? Shall we go share our gifts with the poor fellows and the lower plateaus? Isn't that where the true fun is, after all? And the people that can benefit most from a good song or a friendly bird? Isn't that where true freedom is? And what can they do to the pair of us, after all? I'm not turning my nose up at them. I'm not saying you're turning your nose up, Annie. I'm saying if you live too high, then you can't see the flowers at your feet. Your n nose is high, not because you're turning your chin up, but because you are at a, well, literally, as they call it here, a plateau. Even if you look down, your, your nose is still very, very high up. And I am not a stranger to having my nose in, in the air, thank you very much. I'm simply stating that through my time of travels, I've experienced much and I've taken it, it all, and I've found where I choose to land is spreading my name through these smaller folk and yeah. having more people speak of mine. And I appreciate that. And we can and we should, it would be fun. 
No rush. I'm not saying, no. surely, not right now. I just got here. Not not tomorrow. That's your the birthday. Not the next day because you may have the the platinum chateau to show me. But eventually. I think the thing is though, I simply just don't want you to think poorly of me. And the fact of the matter is, Dura and Tavrix, especially Dura right now, are dangerous. And it's not that I can't get away or anything. It's, I'm going to be very honest, I've seen a lot of death these past few months. And that in itself is wearing. Hmm. So if I'm avoiding danger, it's not because I don't think I can handle it. It's because I need a break. Well, I can surely understand that. And my tale there was not to encourage you to get into trouble, despite you saying that uh, that, that I should get into trouble so I don't get, get bored. I am happy to go my, myself. I will, will not to be not be afraid. And I'm not saying that you, that we are going to stir up trouble and get in fistfights at, at a pub. We can go and we can play at a, at a, a an, an outdoor stage where it's a, a half a copper to get in, two for one. And we could, it's not about the money at that point in time, but people will speak your name in all circles, not just the highest of the high. That's all. I think part of the issue too is while I'm up here and I'm working for the crown and I'm hanging out with mostly insufferable driving marks minus two that I do enjoy. Okay, more than two, a few. I almost understand the plight of the people more hmm. than the position of the nobility. And that's a hard thing for me to balance because I know how it looks with where I live and where I work. So you feel that the circles in which you currently not only live and work, but also entertain, you choose to spend your free time, you believe that despite that, you more find yourself aligned with the will of the the people, or at least their plight of the commoner. Yes. And I think because of that, it's my responsibility to not be silent. And so I do push and I do stretch and I do try to widen horizons in the circles I entertain in to try to get them to think in different ways. Because otherwise they're just an echo chamber. So if I can say something different, even if it makes them look down on me, they already were. I'm already an outsider. So at least I can use that for good. You're not, not wrong. In my experience, you can spend a month, a year, a decade to trying to, to, to convince a room of stuffy old old men and they may sway their minds or you can spend an hour performing for a, a theater full of common folk who will rem remember your face, your tail, your sound, your smell for a lifetime. Why not both? 
Why not both? That pers- I'm not saying you shouldn't do what, what you're doing. And yes. please, I'm not, I'm not saying you are a fool for, for doing what you're doing. I have already made it clear. It's not for, not for me, but who am I to judge? You've exceeded yes. far beyond what any expectation could possibly reasonably have for you. I'm simply saying, why not both? If you haven't yes. stepped upon Dura and Tav, Tavex, have your feet have not touched the actual earth and mud down there rather than the stone and, and, and wood and steel up here? And besides, you don't have to look like like you. I don't have to look like me, though, you know, something close, hopefully. We can make ourselves well known, but never be known whatsoever. It would be fun. Maybe it would make the people, if you're worried about the people, down, look, you can try to quell uprisings with gold, and it never works. You can try to quell it with, with cloth and food. That's a that's a better option. You can try to sway it with, with word and law, getting closer. But if you want an immediate result, you can solve it with two things. One, song, and two, sex. And I'm not offering the, the second, but I am a plum with the first. And I imagine you are as well. Yes. And we should go if only for the fact that my first thought was, well, my boyfriend told me not to go down there. I wasn't going to say it, but I was getting concerned that this Elmerus um, fellow had really had you by the sh- short ones. Yeah, yeah. No. He's protective, that's all. We will go. A protective man. I have not heard that one before. Mm-hmm. Aren't they at all? The ones that you need to watch out for, yes. Another reason why it's simply not for me, because don't leave the estate. Oh, next thing, he'll be telling you not to go out after dark, right? Because the city is dangerous, because of because there's been attacks. And don't get me wrong, people have died, but come now. You're protecting the Queen of Tree to protect yourself? In his defense, assassins tried to kill us. It's not just random, it's pointed. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. Why were you trying to be killed by assassins? You never explained that part. Oh, we were on the scent of an infiltrator within the court, and they caught wind of us before we figured out who they were, and they hired assassins. A tale as old as time. Right? Just same old, same old. Mm, Day after day. When when was your last assassination... Attempt and when do you when do you predict your next one will be? Just so I I can plan to find a room elsewhere that night. I don't want to be in your hideout. Well, it depends on your definition of assassination attempt. But let's go with a few months ago. Hmm. Well, that would make sense. That's longer than I than I even hoped. Yes. Okay, I understand. I understand why Elphorus would prefer that you not be out at night, but to be fair. To be fair. I will be with now you. Now there's with me. Yes. yes. And once he once he meets me, he'll understand that half the men will be will be looking looking at me, which means they're only half for you. My darling, which means that you're twice as strong if you do the simple, simple mathematics, which were never my strong suit. 
And furthermore, I don't believe that you're a, a slouch. I'm not sure what your full capabilities are, but I am quite quite confident in my own talents. I think between the two of us, we could get them all to calm down or get away. Just or a mere, mere su- suggestion. Ooh, piss off. I, I, I forgot my, my purse in the last tavern. Might make them go away. Exactly. If that doesn't work, we can just banish one. That should scare the rest of them into compliance. Precisely. Banish them from the cis, from the city. A sure. suggestion to be gone, foul louse. I get a sense that you have more tricks up your sleeve than even I am aware of. Have you have you learned things beyond what I taught you? Yes. Hmm. Let's stir up some trouble and see if I can show you. Not tonight, though. Not tonight. Not tomorrow night. Not tomorrow night. And then we have your chateau the next night, yes? Yes. So maybe four nights from... from oh, for an elf! Even for an elf, that's an age and a half. But you're going to get to come to the gambling hall and meet Saliria. Yes. So it'll be good. I'm joking about the timing. I look, what sounds like you have a full schedule f- for me, in fact. So let's do all of that. But Perfect. for tonight, I would love to hear more of your stories. If you can weave them into to some music for me, I would, I would love to just, to, just to hear your fingers strum those bows. Do you still have the same wire bow? When last I... I will pull saw, it off of my back. It looks similar, but it is a bit more shiny, perhaps, is the word? Hyacinth changed it? Lord Hyacinth? Mm-hmm. Lord of Song and Dance, or whatever the hell Yeah, we played. May I? Yes. I know it's another thing for a... The notes are so pure. She... This is... Annie. That thing I gave you was very well crafted. And I see that this has the same shape. And I appreciate that, but she pulls back on one, on the, the string, and she sees a, a bow, a bitch, let's go. Bing! Even back in the day with your, your, with your old one, you did that? It was a very discordant sort of bang! sort of sound that would like reverberate loudly. Like here it's almost still musical in nature and the whole thing flexes easy for you. Well, whatever Lord Hyacinth did, truly, he's created you an instrument here that I, unafraid to say, I don't know if you'll find a finer one in all your years. I don't think I will. You all see a brilliant part? Please. And I'll take it and say, I keep it in this shape because I love the gift you gave me. Oh? But, and then it will morph into a banjo. (laughs) Its true form is a banjo. No, its true form is still what you gave me. Oh. But it changes into anything. Anything? Anything. Uh, harp. 
Banjo again. Sure. <laughs> sure. How in the... Feywild, man. She actually looks... You know, she's got that confident look to her, but she actually looks jealous right now. Like, straight up, you can see a hint. Like, she looking almost hungrily. And it's like... Then she kind of snaps out and it's like, I am beside myself. That That is... That is... That is the, I will say this without question, that is amongst the finest instruments I have ever seen. Maybe not the finest only because I've seen what other ones that have magical capability can truly do. But this is truly a work of art. And from Lord Hyacinth, that is something. We can go back and see if he'll give you something. Oh, I'm sure one day I'll go back, but I'm in no, no rush. Especially after t- after t- t- telling the queen no. But do you still have the dagger I gave you? I do. Yes. Good. Good. Keep it. I just um, was curious. Very good. Well, it's morning. Do you want some bourbon? If you're going to tell me tales and strum that beautiful instrument, that hidden banjo, which is what I I, I will choose to believe it is that. I'm now proficient in banjos. Produced you a banjo. <laughs> um, I, I, I'll accept a snifter um, to sip upon while you regale me with all of your tales because I, unlike you, have no job and no not, nothing to do. So I'm going to sit here until you leave me. Sounds good. I will go get bourbon and then sit down and start playing. Okay. Eventually I know you head back and the next day is Norwin's um, birthday and the such. Um, yeah. Then, I do think I'd leave her to like decompress and I'd go work a half day at the castle. Okay. Makes sense. Do you want to skip to... I know that we sort of RP'd on Monday already. You guys um, going to Celeria's and playing and her kind of schmoozing and whatnot, her meeting Celeria. We kind of did that um, although Stephen was here watching. Is there anything you want to flesh out when it comes to the her, Celeria, and you... Interaction? Or do you feel like that went pretty well in the brief way that we did, did yeah. that? Yeah, I'm okay ring-ding-dinging that. Yeah, the fact that she knew Celeria's, I think, father, father. Yep. Um, was sort of a, oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, you know that Celeria's actually, like, in her, she's, like, middle-aged. So yeah. it was sort of a, oh, double fuck. Like, you were, that was a while ago. That's a long time. sort of thing. Um, okay. Is there anything else that you would like to do tonight? I'd be okay wrapping up for tonight, especially because it's nine and we have to be up early. I'd Sounds be good. okay with that yeah. if you are. Short, short, short little thing for you to chat with Felicia and establish that. I think that was something really missing was just a conversation between you and her that was heartfelt. Yeah. So. I just didn't want to bog down Stephen. Yeah, absolutely. That was, that was a good hour. Bye, all.